everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Unwrap Romance. This is Naeem Simone, and I am here today with my lovely, lovable, lighthearted, legendary, and learned friend, Lacey Baker. Hey. I always try to come in and just be happy about being here and just join my co-host um i'm so glad you do like you bring the sparkle next week my letter is going to be s x s first of all first of all let's rewind because that last word you used was i think by the time you get to the last word it's just like well whatever it starts with that letter let's just say that because every (laughs) time you get to the last one it's like is that even you are learning and you're my friend. And and I said I was going to come in this week and just say, hey, guys, it's great to be here. But you didn't. Thank you so much for that intro, Naima. You're so wonderful. You're welcome. I mean, every word. I mean it every week. I mean every word. So it's just a pleasure to be here with you. It's wonderful to be here with you. It is. It is. I, I love these moments where we can share this time together. This sounds so fake. <laughs> oh, no, I, I am hurt now. I know, I know you mean it. I'm just of shocked. Course I mean it. I mean, even if I don't verbalize it all the time, I do really even if like your it. face doesn't say it, I know you mean it. Well, my face generally does not lie, so. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, I have mastered a lot of things in my time on earth, but that that is not, that's not the thing. So (laughs) moving right along, there's this shirt that I'm going to get you for Christmas and I've seen it on Amazon and it says, excuse my face or something like that. (laughs) My face didn't mean to say that or something like that. It's like, it's perfect for you. I mean, I want to be offended, but. But you can't be, I know <laughs> it's true. So I won't be offended. I'll accept your gift. I already have your Christmas gift. Oh, I have your Christmas gift too. That's and just- you know what it well, you know what it is. But still, I already do you know what it is. You do know what it is. Okay, you don't know what my gift is though. I feel like since you know what my gift is, you should just tell me what you want. Well, you just told me the shirt. Well, that I mean that's an addition to. I thought of that, but I already have your Christmas gift. So again, because you know what my gift to you no, is. No, I'm not should... going to. No. Mm-mm. We we had a question like that once with a guest. Do you like your presents on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve? We say nothing about October. So But but, but October really or October is gone. October. October is gone. But it's really well, November. November. Definitely think, not November. We got whole Thanksgiving to go through. But my answer to that question is I want my gift as soon as it's my gift. Well, okay. Like, as well, soon as it's decided that it's my gift, that's when I want it. All that tells me is I'm not mailing it until like December 15th. That's like the last postal day of the of the like holiday season, right? No, it's usually like the 10th or 11th or something, yeah. the post office will say, send it by this date for guarantee. Okay, you will have it before then, but you can't open it until Christmas morning. How are you going to know? How are you going to know? I will know. Well, because the intern in this house will probably. That's right, finish. I was going to say. That's how you going to tell me. Well, he might not tell you. But he's definitely going to tell Gary. Yeah, you're going to tell other interns. <laughs> when they have their little intern meetings. That's right, without us, because you know they do. They do. So but anyway, we did say it's November now. It's November. So because it's November. You know what that means. It's officially Christmas. Yes. But we still had Halloween to go through. But now, I don't care what anybody says, it's officially the holiday season. Because... The Christmas commercials are going to be like in full effect. They start, we already have Countdown to, to, you know, Countdown to Christmas and Lifetime is rolling their movies out, BT, Netflix, all this week and for November. So and it's the holiday season. Christmas books are on the shelves. Yes. Everybody's yes. 
who's written Christmas books, they're all like, out. You know, place like, you know, Snowflake's like home and, you know, things like that. Oh. I wasn't aiming for the shameless self-plug, but because you're a great co-host, you right. just fit that right in. Look at that. Look at that. Acknowledgement was another Christmas gift. I mean, I've been waiting for that. All right. So back to business before our producer starts messaging us. Um, right. The business of today's show is we have some movies to review. Yes, we and... do. Real Husbands of Romance have a movie to review this week as well. Right. Um, the first movie is Christmas by Design. A fashion designer gets accepted into a Christmas challenge, create a new holiday-themed collection, and not only finds the inspiration for her next line, decides to redesign her approach to what's most important in life. Starring Rebecca Dalton and Jonathan Kelts. What's his name in the movie? I wrote it down. Um, I remember hers because hers was Charlie. Was it Spencer? And his is Spencer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Hers was Charlotte. Charlotte, but everybody and called her family called her Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. yeah. And we, we can't forget to mention that this book was based on a romance novel by Robin Neely called uh, jammy single jammies single jammies you, you yeah keep getting caught up on that i do it's like all the jays but i will say after reading after watching this movie i went and i bought the book because i wanted to read because the book. yeah because that's something yeah yeah, yeah 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 that's a good sign and that is a very good sign it um, is. that you really like the movie yeah i think i'm gonna skip all the way down to my last what i wrote um there was one particular scene that made me, and I scribbled this on my page uh, on my paper, and it said, um, "Oh, when he kissed her, when the elf sold, sold, sold." It was the whole movie for me. What? And when he kissed her, when the missile under the mistletoe, under the mistletoe, yeah, yeah, and, and it was like to me. I love when the hero steps in, especially when a just like a jerk. X mm -hmm. and he steps in and he like saves the day with a kiss by pretending to be her her man you know like I am a sucker for that and that this happened in the movie and like they kissed in the middle of the movie I was I was already sold but that kind of just like sealed it for me I like when the hero does something that is seemingly inadvertent but full of all the feels at the same time. Yes. Like it was just this random yes. thing that he did. And I don't even think, he didn't even intend it to be romantic or, or anything. But it turned he into just that. did it and it was, it was so romantic. Because it was that, first it was the kiss and then it was that look that they shared afterwards. After the kiss. And then I kind of wanted to see the ex's look. I, I did, but they didn't pan back to him. They didn't. I was expecting no. it, but they didn't. That would have been like the cherry on top. It really would have been because he was a jerk. So she's really returning was. hometown. First, let's say she hasn't been home for four years. Like we got another yes. movie like that. She hasn't yes. been home for four years. She's a, a clothing designer and she is like a workaholic. And that's been her excuse for not returning home for Christmas for four years. And she doesn't intend to go home this year, but like, I think a pipe burst or something like that in her mm -hmm. store. Mm -hmm. So she had, so she goes home and at the same time, she receives this opportunity to design Christmas wear for this big clothing store or department store. And if she wins it, her design will be featured in a department store and she has a year exclusive contract designing for them. So this is huge, but she hates Christmas at this point. She does mm -hmm. not like Christmas at all. So for her designing Christmas wear, it's like, but it's an opportunity. Well, first of all, when they said that, even from the uh, previews of the show, when they were saying she has to design these Christmas clothes, I was thinking, well, what is Christmas clothes? Me it's designed in ugly sweaters. Like what? If you said she's designing Halloween costumes, okay, I can get a visual of what that is. But what is... Christmas clothes is it and then she was like this tour kind of yeah like a high and, just, kind of and they were like no that's not 
what we want. That's why they didn't originally pick her to right. be in the contest. That's the only other thing I think Christmas clothes are. Like if you're going to a Christmas party, like Christmas evening wear. Yeah, it's either like ugly that sweater. Like what else is sweater? Right. But then it ended up being so when the idea I don't even know who came up with the idea, but when the idea of the pajamas came up, I was like, Oh yeah, that's Christmas clothes. And it, it seemed so perfect because I just would not have thought that as Christmas clothes, but then it turned out to be perfect. And I think that's the reason, I think that's why it was so original because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. other people probably weren't designing that because to them it would be like, oh, really? But the fact that she came over and it had such a good memory attached to it because right. the, these pictures, like her father died four years ago. And when we get mm-hmm. that timeline, we understand why she hasn't been back. Right. But they have like all these pictures of the families on Christmas morning always in pajamas, the same pajamas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for her to design these, I think it was either her mother or her sister who like gave her that, that idea and she ran with it, you know? Okay, so I'm going to interrupt um, our recap for just a second, just to say that I think that since we've watched the show, this movie, and I feel like we might, the first time, and I don't even know how long, be on the same page with our same review. sister. Um, I think that we should get matching Christmas pajamas and wear them on the show. Now, you know I'm with it, but I'm just going to say how hypocritical this is. Because if I had came up with the idea, you'd have been like, nope, not going to do it. (laughs) I'm just saying. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, it doesn't make it hypocritical. It makes me beating you to the punch. That's basically <laughs> what it does. Like, I don't, I don't really know that that makes it makes me hypocritical. You would have been like, nope, not gonna do it. But I, I'm, there is a good chance that I would have said that. It's really? A really good chance. Okay, next week I'm gonna have a great idea. And <laughs> are you planning to have a great idea? I'm, I'm already planning it. I'm already planning my great idea. But, and so I feel Ron, like you're going to say yes just to prove me wrong. But we're going to do, we're going to do the pajamas. Yes. yes. We're going to have our In own. In honor TV of jazz. this movie, because it this moment needs to be com- commemorated. Like we agree with each other. So we this agree. is a golden moment that needs to like, it just. Memorialized. Yes. Matching so, Christmas pajamas. pajamas. So who's matching? So we're matching and then you are you and Gary are matching and then me and Damon are matching or all of us are matching? Good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Intern, co-host intern match. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we have to take a picture. Either we have to take a picture or it has to be that word that we shall not speak if because we're <laughs> not her doing. So back to the movie review. Back to the movie. That's the end of that because about to get us in all kinds of trouble you put it out there it has to be done and so i'm not gonna say it let's talk about the elf elf, elf page so when they first mentioned good. that i was like this is so cute what is yeah. it and then they talked about it more and i was like this is cute the game night, really and i really liked it um it reminded me again of like last week with checking it twice when they had like the events in the town they did they had like an event for every day but i did like these just like better. a skosh better just like a skosh nope, and a lot. It, it was it's because of the movie and what i like really loved about what made the elf capades scenes that's like a whole mouthful mm-hmm. great was that they were all centered around, around the romance Every single one of them. Oh my gosh! And every, every single one scene, of them. Everything. This movie was so focused on the romance. Not saying From it didn't have family moments because they right. did. Because that but was they were one still, of the main It didn't take away. Still the romance. Yes. Even even though the meet cute is a meet cute we've seen. Yeah. Over I'm and sorry. over and over again. Because hey, I it was still really great. Mm-hmm. Then we just see it. We saw it in that movie about the winery. Um, I can't think of the name of it now. And you know, the girl went back, her grandmother left her the winery and she got there and her car broke down. 
Right. Last week was a break, well, car breaking down too. That's how she met the mechanic, uh, the one that was in black and white. That was her car broke down. So we see that we see that meet cute a lot. This was this one had was was comedic. It was cute. Um, the banter was great. It was. I thought the acting was really really good in this one. It was. It wasn't too much. It wasn't. Yeah. Too lazy. I thought it was really good. Acting, I like all of the characters. She was a bit rude to her stepfather, and I was kind of like, "Okay." The first time she did it, I was like, "Did I really see that? Is that what Mm -hmm. she?" I Mm -hmm. thought maybe I had not seen it. No, it was her that I was making too much of it. But then when it happened again, when he, because she barely spoke to him when she got home, when she got Mm -hmm. got home, and then when he offered to pour her coffee, and she just like, like, I got. Yeah, and I was like, "Dang, what's happening?" But then when we kind of that her mother why, did, her, even still, I felt like her mother at some point should have checked her. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I do too. Because I mean, you're not twelve. You're like right. And even know, if you're twelve, I'm still going to check you at yeah. twelve. But I'm she, also gonna, I'm definitely husband. going to check you as an adult because what are yeah. you doing? Right, yeah. right. And this is my husband, and you in my house, like. Get it together. Uh, yeah. You're not going to be but, sitting here being rude to people. I but got it. Was it. A good character arc that she embraced him. Yes. At the end. Yes. And, and I, I, I love that. I did get it. I knew exactly why she was doing it. Right. I just didn't like it. The, yeah. Um, it was rude. And I think I almost felt like making her treat him that way um, was a little immature. I guess kind of helped to build the arc and make mm-hmm. her be that way. So it um, came full circle. Right. I wanted her to not do that. I just didn't like that. I wanted her to not. And and yet it didn't take away from it for me. It didn't. It didn't. It was no. just one of the things that I was like. Like, oh. yeah, I was like, dang, that's an attraction. Yeah. <laughs> her nephew was hilarious. Oh my gosh. He was, he uh, it was hilarious. Like, he had a grown folks business. But <laughs> And I think was, that's what made him funny because he, he was, was so into, into grown folks business. But if the mother wasn't checking her for being rude, then sister he wasn't going to check him for being yeah, he wasn't getting checked. So. He was hilarious. I liked the activities. Um, I thought they were great. I thought they were great yeah. like in um, fostering the romance. Yeah, um, absolutely. Like There was an immediate awesome. connection. I did not love the this thing that goes on with these um, contrived conflicts. So as soon as he's going up the stairs, I'm like, oh, now oh, we knew what something. was going to happen. That and, was and like, look, hmm. I've done that scene. Me too. So I know. But even when I've done that scene, I always feel like, oh my gosh, I got to hurry up and get them out of this because this little misunderstanding yes. is ridiculous. Like I just... I've, I've written that scene <laughs> and even as I'm writing, I'm like, I know somebody's going to write a review about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> That's why. So that's how I knew when it was coming. I was like, because oh, we knew we he was he was going to hear the bad part and yep. walk away and walk not away. The good and then part. she said the good we part. Knew that. But I did like that she immediate. She went to him like it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't drawn out. Breakup kind of thing. Like she right. went there and then they kind of like talked it through. Well, they didn't yeah. really talk it through because he didn't want to hear it. But I do like that she went to try to address it. Yeah. Um, that he still didn't like it, but I also I like that, that part of their part of their character and you know their character arc and his like he was wounded in that area. He was, and he was. it makes sense for him not to accept that apology right away. So I had thought- this question. I wrote this question at the end, um, and I said, I think this question kind of um, resonates with this movie and the next movie that we watched. How do we feel about women or men giving up their careers for love and family? And we don't have to answer it now because like I said, it's going to be in that next next movie we talk yes. about. It's yes, kind of it the is. same thing. So yeah. maybe we wait and then discuss it then. But right, because that did come up in the next movie. It, and it's a thing. Um, I think we write it because it gives us an arc. Sometimes I, I'm concerned about okay, well what is what is the message? Are we saying you have to choose? Like you yeah, can't like you can't have, have it all. Them. Yeah. Right. And then who chooses it? 
Right. Who has to, and, and under, like, we understand that as part of the black moment and part of them coming, like, we know there has to be a sacrifice when we write mm-hmm. a romance. There must be a sacrifice mm-hmm. that you're willing to make. But sometimes are we always putting it too much on the women? Right. Right. Are and they always, so what message are we sending? And it's like, a, it's like a twofold thing that we put on them. Are we, are we, are we always asking them to give up the job for love and family? Or are we asking them to figure out how to have it all? Right. Right. You know, both a lot of, of work on them. Right. Yeah. I I definitely get that. And there's a lot of like judgment, like why can't she be focused on her job? And we saw that in both of the movies. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, judgment. Other movie though, I think. Well, we can talk about it. Yes, we did see that. Yeah, both of the movies, and it was just a question that came to mind when I was like, "Okay, wait. So she's not go. She's not going to stay for the show. However, I would not have stayed for that show either. Me neither. You can't tell me it's been pushed back two hours at the last minute, right? Like, and I don't Christmas have anything Eve? else to do. Yeah, I would have been like, all right, well. I personally loved when she left the show mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like she was giving up her career when she left the show and went back to the event. I didn't right. the drama party. I didn't, I thought she was making a stand and putting boundaries about what yes. she would and wouldn't do mm-hmm. in life, which and what she would and wouldn't allow. So I thought that was great. And so I loved that. I loved when she called him and left that message and then the phone died. Died and he was like trying <laughs> to get the message. Like, yeah, he was he was like rolling to that pajama party. But he and put those he pajamas on and got to that pajama yes. party. Yes. It had the overalls on. He did. <laughs> it was, I thought it was, it was cute that she changed the design to the overalls because she had made a comment about him in overalls when she met him. Then yeah. the misunderstanding on the phone. She had made another conversation about overalls. And, so, and it was in it was kind of like homage to her, her father too. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 So it I was really, really cute. Yeah. I, I gave loved it. it. I think I texted you and was like, I have my first five hours. In the middle of the movie, I knew which one you were talking about. <laughs> Yep, that was the one. Okay, I gave it five elves too. <laughs> this is why we have to commemorate this because it's not going to happen again. It's it was such gonna... a good movie. It, had it was really, really good. It had all the things. It had all the Christmas, all the romance, all the things. A very good um, character arcs. The story was the storyline was good. Characters I, were amazing. I really don't want to say the reason why all that was good is because was a book first and author clearly knew what I she mean, was doing. Yes. <laughs> we won't say it, but we won't that. say that, but <laughs> that's probably that why it hurt because probably nearly you did that. The author gave you a really good blueprint to yes write this script from. We so. would I'm just saying we would be remiss if we didn't mention it. So five L's for me and five, five L's, L's for, for me. You. Yep. This, mark this on our calendars because this will not happen again. Oh, the stars have aligned. The interns are back. You, you really, you really just like. Wedge that, that one in there. I, I, mean, don't know what that means. I didn't want I didn't want our producer to send a message and say it's time for the intern. So oh, sure I just was like, let's just this is how we get it in now. Ta-da! Can I help you? Yes, you can. Got a job for you. Okay. I'm hired. Let the listeners listen to dead air. So let me, as an intern, bring in my dynamic 
Dynamo, Dapper Don, Don't Play Unless You Want to Get Dealt With, D to the A-M-O-N. Don't stop, get it, get it, don't stop, get it, get it, yeah, baby. That's how we do it, right? Good Lord, Gary. That's man. how we do it. Boy, they need you on the main intro, baby. Bro, I'm, bro, I'm telling you, I, I got the voice. Got they, the voice, They, they say I don't have a face, but I got the voice for it. You sound better than Ralph Trezvan on his little, uh, his little R&B show. This is Ralph Trezvan doing an R&B <laughs> love show. <laughs> It, you, you know, they, they got to try to uh, come in and try to make it smooth. And some of us just, we just got it. You know what I mean? So how you doing, Gary? How you doing today, bro? Man, I, I'm blessed as always, man. It's always in an, uh, a moment of enjoyment to get with you and our co-hosts on these Unwrapped Roadmaps podcasts. The movie we're going to review today is Joyous Noel. Just a synopsis of it real quick. It says, when a romantic painting of a Christmas Market captured the imaginations of copy editor Leah. She is sent to France with pragmatic reporter Mark to uncover the mystery behind the artist. It was starring J.C. Elliott of Grey's Anatomy and Brant Daugherty of Pretty Little Liars. Give, give me your take. All right. First and foremost, we're going to start with Mean Mark, his nickname. He had a nickname in the movie, Mean Mark, because he was... Running from his past, as it was revealed late on in the movie, but right. he was, you know, he was he was the, the handsome guy, but he shot a lot of folks out in his uh, coming up as a reporter to be the main reporter of this magazine. And Leah was like kind of like his research girl at the time. She would, you know, go out and do all the research on things. And like you said, they found this painting and they wanted to know the story behind the painting, which mm-hmm. was. At first, the movie started out kind of slow for me, Gary. At first, I was like, mm, I don't know. Then as they went along finding clues in the town of France, kind of picked up. I, I saw where it was going. So Art, Also, Art revealed in, later on in the movie that he was a undercover nerd. That's like Leah. Right, right, and I right. Think that opened up a lot of their chemistry that turned out to be an excellent ending in the movie. So I'm, I'm going to tell you from the from the beginning of the movie and the way they portrayed Mark, mm-hmm. I was hot, man. I was like, no, I'm not going to like this dude. It got mm-hmm. to the point that I had to go and ask Naima, mm-hmm. um, what is an alpha hole? I've heard her use it before, mm-hmm. uh, but I needed a, a, a clearer definition because this dude had me heated just the way he was treating people, man. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, yeah. her and the rest of the people in the office, mm-hmm. like, dude. Mm-hmm. It's not even he necessary. Definitely was living up to that mean Mark that, uh, nickname he gave himself. Remember, he right, right. I gave myself because I didn't, you know, I just didn't want people around me like that. So he gave himself the nickname Mean Mark. But then you want pushing, pushing, pushing rumors. Yeah, pushing rumors like around. Himself. Yeah. But Leah, she kept, she was consistent on, you know, finding the romance because her mom. You know, the stories of her dad romancing the mom, she thought that was like, love can be found, you know, no matter what. Yeah. Mom mom dropped that bomb. It was like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm my bag. You know, it wasn't all roses. Right. Right. You know, Um, she needs that too, though, because to to break that perception of what she thought true love was going to be about. Yeah. They kind of, they also, also, you know, they they made Mark kind of like a, Grinch who found his heart. Yeah. Remember, he, he, you know, he was, he was, he was, he was tight. You know, even the little girl at the hotel, you know, who kept saying, you gotta, you gotta leave something for the gnomes. Or you remember she gave him the salty cookies one morning. He was like, this guy's yeah, salty. Yeah. You know, was, salt, salt in, in his coffee. Oh, his coffee. I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. He he coffee. That coffee. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. Salt. She was, she was, I liked, I liked her little character. She was funny. Yeah, I like the way they put her in there too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the the characters that they ran into, um, all had something to say that kind of spoke to the hero and the the heroine of of yes. the movie to yeah, kind of yeah. make them think and, and and change their thought process. Yeah, yeah. And it was really it was really touching the way Mark, you know, he didn't want to let her down once he found the note at the church. Yep, yeah, yeah. You know, because that was like kind of like the last clue that they needed to find out. Where to happen with the true love, 
he saw the note and he was like, nah, I'm gonna let that. He said, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and eat this one, you know. And and and, and he kind of he was already softening up to it, but then he had to put that hard roll on her as I'm the boss, you're the you know, you're the employee, yeah. You know, I kind of dismissed her and I felt bad, but you know, I guess you know, that was his way of not really opening up his true feelings for but to let her down kind of easy, yeah, you know, yeah. I think they did they they did a really good job on the storyline because um like I said, I I didn't like Mark at the character mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. But the look the more the movie went on, mm-hmm. he began to explain why he was that way and he began to listen to her. And yeah, the little scavenger hunt they had reminded me mm-hmm. of uh Naeem and I went to Savannah for our anniversary one year, and we did one of those little scavenger hunts where they gave you the little clues and you had to go around the city you know, to find the next clue and stuff like that. I thought that was, that was really romantic. And the fact that he bought into it, mm-hmm. you know, he, he didn't push her no more. Cause at the beginning he was like, no, nah, you do yours. I'm yes. gonna do me. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have to bring out your nickname. I'm going to have to bring out your old nickname there, baby. At daddy. I see you say you went to, <laughs> y'all did a little scavenger hunt. Hey, okay. hey, you know how, you know how it be? you get a feet tied and you get a <laughs> right, right, wait, right, wait, wait, wait. No feet tied. This our segment or y'all's? I said tired, tired. No, you said, you said tired. 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 That, was the, that was the Florida lingo coming out of me. Tired. Well, I was getting ready to say there's no BDSM in that pool. Hold on, Gary. Hold on, Gary. Hold on, Gary. Is this our segment, Gary? Bro, just jumped in. Is this our segment? Well, I have to come in and... I had to protect my reputation. Moderate, because if you were talking about Brian Naima's Did y'all see the movie? Y'all see the movie? I thought he was talking did, about did you see Naima's movie? feet. Did you see the movie? The movie? Naima, did well, you see the minute, movie? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. Is there some bass in your voice? Oh, so is that is that what's happening? I'm going to take, take a cue. I'm, I'm going to take a cue from the production manager, and she says, "Fall back, fall back." Blink. Did she tell me to fall back? Or did she I said I'm taking her cue to tell blink. you to fall back. Blink, blink, bro, blink. I got you. This is a family show. I said I had a drink. I'm not drinking. The difference. Back to the movie. Tell me what you think, man. Give me rate it, rate it. As I said, Gary, it started out kind of kind of slow for me, but I really ended up. I really I didn't even switch to foot Sunday Night Football. I watched the whole daggone movie. I'm gonna give it four elves, bro. You gonna give it four? I'm gonna go four. Okay, okay. Well, I'm gonna match you, man. I'm gonna match okay. you with, with the okay. four. Uh, okay. And the only reason I'm not gonna give it five because I still don't like that alcohol. <laughs> Uh, character, me more. Right, no, <laughs> let, let's let's be for real. The first time she get on his nerve, now that they together, they done had they kiss and all of that stuff. Uh-huh. First time they get together and she say something he don't like, he going back to that old mean Mark character. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. She, yeah. she ain't ready for it. She ain't ready for it. Yeah, but you know, oh, oh, you know what, Gary? You know what I was excited for, man? I was happy that you know. She wasn't traditional Hallmark lead female character, you know, and and that is, you know, plus size. I I, you know? I agree. And that really like the way how they they came around. And then several times, I was I was shocked. And that's that was the premise of the movie, though, is that you can yeah. find a true love mm-hmm. in in that villa in that that Christmas fe- uh, festival that they had. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of what you're looking for, and mm-hmm. they, they did that with the the wood with the wood guy, you know what yes. you're looking for is not yes. always going to be what's going to be there. Yes, you know, and even with the guy that that actually did the the, the, the painting, party, right? Yeah, the, the, the little the and the little Urkel instrument, right? <laughs> I do. I knew from the beginning when they did was that him? little scene uh-huh. and they showed him. I said that dude gonna have something to do with yeah. it, and yeah. it came up. He was the one that did it, and he was his, the one that did it. His girl stood him up, but he yes, still she... ended up finding love in that same place. So then, and then was excited to show his his wife the journal that he had. He was like, "Look, baby, for, for real!" And she yeah. was like, "Wow!" Yeah. And the kids, he called the kids over and everything. You do that nowadays if you want to show man, your house you, a, a old love letter from an old boy. Would be the Alabama boat show all over. Bruh. All over again. Cheers, <laughs> white you. Right. Cheers, everywhere.
we're back. The hosts are back. Yes, and hopefully everybody's recovered from that last review. So, on to our next movie. Our next movie was uh, Mystic Christmas. You know how much I was, oh, you know how much I was, I wanted to see this and was waiting for it. You know, I'm gonna read the snippet because I also know where you're getting ready to go. So, okay. Um, Juniper travels to Mystic, Connecticut during the holidays to work at the rehabilitation center and aquarium. She reconnects with Sawyer, owner of the pizza shop, starring stars, starring stars like that, starring stars, Jesse Schramm, Chandler Massey, Patty Mirren, and William R. Moses who was actually in Mystic Pizza. He was. He was the the architect in the age gap room. Who was he in this movie? He was the um, owner of that... It wasn't a pizza shop. The aquarium? No, he didn't work at the aquarium. He owned a business, but he didn't work at the aquarium. He owned some kind of business. Okay. But Uh, because uh, what's his name? The hero owned the pizza shop, which we must note... Because I thought, like, actual Mystic Pizza was going to be in the movie. It was not. So it was not. The pizza shop actually had a different name. It did. It did. So that was a little disappointing. Which was probably better, considering the pizza was a little... Um, oh, my gosh. Can we talk about that pizza? Like, um, I, what in the... Normally, I'll see... There's a pizza shop. Normally, like, oh, that looks good. I want some pizza. Now. I want. I wanted nothing to do with that pizza. I did not either. What was on it? Was saying, it like spinach and like goat cheese? Medallion? It was. Well, <laughs> one time they showed it. It was the biggest glob of spinach I've ever seen Just in my like life. Right on one side of the pizza slice. It wasn't even sprinkled. It was like a lump. I was and like, who just eating that. It didn't look. It looked. I don't know what it looked like. No. It was not, no, it was so not enticing at all. I must add here that I have actually been to Mystic, Connecticut. And of course you have. Of course I have. And I've been to that aquarium and it's very nice. Of course you have. I had and I even went to Mystic Pizza and mm-hmm. ate up there. The the pizza was delicious. Nothing like what we saw. And it was so cool seeing the aquarium. Like, I was like, I've been there, I've been there. And even parts of the town, like like the railroad and, and the harbor. Like, I was like- I'm really, I'm really glad we were- It was so pretty. Sitting together watching this. Oh, it was great. Yeah, because you would have been, oh, I did that, I did that. And I would have been like, shh, yeah. ma'am, I'm trying to watch the movie. I, that's why I'm glad I see it with you. Still in my joy. So the heroine came back to Mystic because her best friend was over the aquarium or she was one of the managers of the aquarium. And there was a seal that was having trouble um, acclimating, like eating and all of that. So they could release it back into the ocean. And so she works with seals. I don't know. She's some kind of seal expert or whatever. So she came back. I'm most positive that's not her job title. Um, Well, it's what she was. It okay. should be. It, it will make a, like, it makes a lot of sense. People know right away what she does. I mean, do they call them marine biologists? Um, seal expert, because marine biologist is very broad. So seal expert. And so her resume, seal expert? That, that's what it says. I saw the resume. You didn't see that before they showed it on the first one? I, I did not. I did you not. Really I wasn't, have to watch I wasn't out sure. Like, I should. I should. So she came back and she's put, not only is she over the seal, but she's over three interns who were hilarious and they were so cute. Like they were they great were. characters. They were. And she has like busy feet. Like she does not like to stay in one place long. She's, and they made it a point of saying like, she's been in 12 different places, including Mystic for the last 12 Christmases. Mm-hmm. And she comes back. The hero is the brother of her best friend. And at one time she had this huge crush on him and she sent him a letter telling him she liked him or whatever. And he said he responded, but she never got it. So that's like their first conversation. I would say the dialogue was funny, like between them. They had snappy banner. I thought the enter was good. I thought the acting was good. I really did like all of the characters. I did. Individually. I I really did. 
I had um, favorites, but the problem was my favorites were not the hero and the heroine. Yes, you <laughs> that's yes, the problem. You did. You did. I mean, but I, so I like the hero in a party high school movie kind of way yes. if this was like fast times at ridgemont high like i would be like oh, okay yeah he makes a lot of sense um, or like encyclopedia brown wow <laughs> you just went so far back and i thought when i said fast times at ridgemont high that dated me but yeah i took it back far so That's... far back that was the you sad part is you know who Encyclopedia Brown is. I know exactly who Encyclopedia Brown is. And you call that man Encyclopedia Brown. And that's so concerning that you call him. Like I said, I liked all of the characters individually. Um, I do think that there was chemistry between them. I was very interested I, in the beginning when they were talking about, oh, she emailed him and he said he emailed her back. And at one point he says something, check your span or fam or something she's like yeah. it's been 12 years and I was like yeah. Yeah, why would that still be there but then we get to the part of the movie where the email he thought he sent was still in his drafts after all yeah, he years. never sent it he never he didn't sent it. and I was just like amazed that it was still in his drafts because I wanted, and I wanted him to send it like him. I wanted him that my, that would have been in my romance writer's mind was like oh yeah send it now that would have like been she, great. And then she's just randomly working and then she and it it pops up, up. And she's I'm like, oh, that was gonna be so great. You and that did happen. And I was a little that would have been so it would have been so great. We could have seen what he would have said. Right. And how how did what he would have said back then resonate with what they were feeling right at moment? this moment? Right. Because they did not communicate well. Oh. Not even when they were texting. Like normally, normally with couples, if you're not um, communicating well, like face to face, it might be better if you're texting or writing letters or emailing. Mm-hmm. Not even good when they were texting. And I was like, "What is wrong with y'all? Are you ten? Like, what? Did, what did I text you? How old are they? Yes. I was like, what? you do know you can just say this. I mean, just say that, that one part where she told him because the, the seal wasn't getting any better. He had mm-hmm. he had like an infection. So they were taking him to a town over to get a cat scan. Oh, or something. Something. Yeah. yeah. And so she they had plans that evening, but she texted him and said, I'm not going to be able to make it tonight. Sorry. And you have the whole ride to that other town where you could have said, I had to cancel my plans, our plans because... It totally understood about the seal being sick and having a and on the flip side of that bad. as opposed to him sending the thumbs up he could have said okay is everything okay, okay. right everything. And then that opens the door and then she says oh well little seal peppermint seal is sick and so i can't it could have went either and way it just would have we're back to the contrived conflict yes yes like we i don't know if in the movies it's because we have such a short time span to all of these points but it's like we find the littlest thing to make that the conflict and it makes the conflict so weak and i'm like see you really could have just talked about this you could have just had a whole conversation by text by face, I don't know. By email, because the email thing, email, right? The email, um, I don't know. Thing email wasn't cute. working for them. <laughs> it would have it been cute, cute though. They continued that. Yes, because it was a theme in the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I would have loved to see him carry that theme all the way to the end. Yes. And like the end, the beginning reflect the, the end reflect the beginning. My main issue with it, like you said, you thought they had chemistry. I didn't think they had chemistry. Like, I thought they made really good friends. As a matter of fact, like I text you, I think her and Peter, the intern, had more chemistry than... What did I text you? I would have loved it. I I mean, that would have made a nice age gap romance. Like, her and Peter. Peter was... First, Peter was fine. And Peter was so funny and endearing. Like, I... Frankly, I thought there was more chemistry between them. Mm. But 
my main issue. There you go rewriting the movie. <laughs> you did it. You, know, you can't do what I do. We this conversation. Sir, I can't do what you did. Such a just two-sided. <laughs> my main issue was I didn't know either one of their motivation until mm-hmm. like twin until we had like 30 minutes left in the movie. And so that's why the conflict that was keeping them apart wasn't as strong for me, like mm-hmm. as it was in like Christmas by design. Like it was stated early on what their issues were personally that mm-hmm. were keeping them apart. I didn't understand why he why he just had to be involved with everything in the town. He constantly had to stay busy. He had control issues because he had a very good manager who the girl wanted to be the manager in his store to take some of the duties off of him. He kept brushing her aside. And then he was work he was working and volunteering for every single thing in the town. Why did he have to be so busy? Like it was almost a well, thing. I think and I understood fresh. that. I think I could relate to that because I wrote Christmas in Evergreen Bells are ringing. The lead, the heroine in that movie, Hannah, exactly what he did. She did all the things in town, all the things. She was helping this person. She had a million jobs. She did this. She did that, and she did not want to leave the town because who was going to do all of those things? And that was she did have to realize. She did have to figure out what was the thing that she wanted. Right. What and what job did what job do you want to do? Do you want to sacrifice love for this job? Which brings us back to that same question again. Right. So I understood what we had him doing only because I had seen it. I'd already but seen he, this before. He didn't say it. They didn't state it. They did not say it until like thirty was minutes. Was a long time. You were at yeah. the end. Really, she too. she said it for him, and he said it for her. Yes, it's like. In that argument, their motivation came out, mm-hmm. but it was already too late. And I was like, I, you weren't really vested at that point. I really wasn't. And their conflict, I didn't see why they couldn't get together like an hour into the movie. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't see the problem until that argument. And I was like, oh, okay. All right. I, it makes sense. Right. But I just, it was, a. I liked it. I just didn't love it as love much it. as I wanted yes. to because yes. of. Mystic Pizza, Mystic Connecticut, the aquarium. I will say I absolutely love the seals. <laughs> like, loved. <laughs> I love the seals. I love the little girl. I actually, yes. I really, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed um, the characters. I thought, I thought it was a fun movie and it really helped that I watched it right after watching um, Christmas by Design. I did. So I was all in this Christmas Full Christmassy mood. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is one of the same things. Like I thought they, um, when they were together, their banter, I thought they had really cute scenes. They had they tons did. of scenes together, which you know is my thing. It was a great thing. Right. I, um, I really enjoyed, I liked I did, that. I did feel the conflict issues. Um, yeah. I, I kind of feel like we're going to keep having these conflict issues. I think a part of it, a big part of it is time constraints for the movie and so we don't get to see it and we're so used to um being in a book for 200 300 pages, pages where right. you have time to draw out conflict and really work for it oh no we've seen movies that that do it really well like i mean christmas, christmas by design, design did, it. did it pretty me well me checking it twice did it really well but i told you why christmas by design did it pretty well right because right it because it's written movie. by a whole author so <laughs> Shout she out knew, to Robin Neely. She knew how to do it. Um, I did not get it in checking it twice. You did, I know. I did. Like, I got it in checking. To me, it was very obvious. See, so so this means that we are, again, at the opposites. I don't think we're that, but I don't think we're that far off. Not that far off, but I, I guarantee you we're not going to be giving it the same rating. No, we're not. No, I don't think and, we are. So I gave it oh, four wait, and a half. You gotta mention, because in our text, both of us cried. Teared we up. cried when Peppermint, when when Peppermint, Peppermint was released back into the <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to tell this story. Um, and I'm going to tell this story only because I know my daughter does not listen to this podcast. Oh, so, Lord. When my oldest daughter was a baby, um, 
And when we would take her out of the tub, and she would always just roll around on the bed and she'd be wet. And I'd be like, oh my gosh, you're rolling around and you're all wet like a little seal. And so when I saw the seals, I was like, oh, look at my baby. But like I said, I know she's not. She's not going to appreciate she's that. She's not going to listen to this. Her father, might, her father might tell that I told that story. But <laughs> I love the seals. I love when Peppermint was released. Yeah. That was... I'm normally not really partial to animals in movies. Sometimes dogs, obviously. Sure. Me, me, um, like, yeah. Like, if they're not, like, overbearing, but the seals were so much a part of the story. They were. Yeah. And they were really, really cute. And, and they didn't I use them. I love the way they way. listened to the girl when she was, little girl I when she was practicing that. her speech. So... I love that. It was so cute. It was so... I thought it was a cute movie. Uh, um... What are you giving it? Four and a half. Oh, okay. Four and a half. And I'm saying a half because that contrived conflict, I really thought they could have just talked sooner and we could have just had a whole romancy movie without conflict because what I felt like should have been the bigger conflict is the distance. Right. I felt like that was the thing. Like, this is the bigger thing because other than otherwise, you are asking somebody you give up their life for right. this love. And then I'm back to this place where, hmm, why are we always asking that? I did really like that, even though she decided to stay, she decided, she to, decided to leave. I'm going to tell you, I, I was like, like that. this is amazing. I really and, did and like we, that part. I don't think we've seen that. No, we've never and seen them go just, separate ways and right. then come back. I, I love that we got to see a year later when he was returning mm-hmm. from his travels and yeah. she was there waiting for him. I really like that. I mm-hmm. love that they decided to do that. Yeah, it was a good twist. And yeah, I mean, I felt like for you, where you made me not enjoy the conflict, you made up for it because you did the right thing as opposed to her staying and him staying. Him staying, right. Because then it's been... All anti-climate, and I probably, I probably would have given it a three if they did that. Yeah, yeah, they, they both followed their hearts. Mm-hmm. They both did sacrifice to an extent for each other, but neither one mm-hmm. of them gave up who they were for the other, right. or their dreams. So, right, I really like that part, which is why I gave it three and a half stars. I gave it a half because of that peppermint, and it was a mystic. That's like... But you were not feeling Encyclopedia Brand. No. <laughs> okay, right. so we're ready for some reader questions. Oh. Yes, we're ready, ready for reader questions. Uh, yeah, so let's have the interns come back so they can answer the reader questions because the more people who are willing to answer the reader questions... Less reader questions I have to answer. First question. If you can invite five people, including celebrities, in next holiday party, who would you choose? Ooh. I would invite um, Nick Cannon. Because I feel like trying to get pregnant. Yes, he's gonna get pregnant. <laughs> That's not what I was gonna say. Right. This is a family show. I mean, not me, but I feel like he's gonna get a guest pregnant. No, I was gonna say if yeah, you invite him, then he has to bring all the kids. That's a lot of food you have to have. What yeah, I was gonna say. That was that was that's my person. Who are you? Who you got, Gary? Five, you gotta name five. No, we we gonna do like one. We'll do one because if we all do five, it'll be a lot. Yeah. Uh, Buster Rhymes. Mm. 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 Will you try again? What are you? That's 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 yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Oh, oh, no doubt. You can come in with the dick boy like the split star. (laughs) Squall. Better not be flipping no table. It is, that is. I'll be at your party with Buster for real. There you go, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Answer the question. I'm 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 gonna close up. It's on you, Lacey. Yeah, okay, go ahead. 
I'm gonna invite Ronnie DeVoe. I know I she was he gonna is gonna wear a slick. Oh, I'll say something. A slick red suit. Oh my god! Because he is always dressing. I co-sign this. I'm gonna tell y'all a little story. Especially he's gonna bring Ralph with him. No, no, Mike. no. Bring Mike. We already talked about it. Nah. Well, Mike is on that side too. I get that wisdom. Okay, for, oh like, wow! I think, I think that's your preference. I don't know. I don't know what it is. What is I guess you answer the question. Who are you inviting? Who are you inviting? Who am I inviting? Yeah. I could. He rest in peace. I would. It would be Bernie Mac. Yes. Oh my God. Oh she was gonna say Alexis Curry. Aren't you so alive? That would be hilarious. You throwing darts. You throwing darts. You throwing darts right now. You throwing wow. darts. Wow. You throwing venomous darts. Try to turn it. Try to turn it. Okay. Next question. Table. What, what table we at? Next question. What table? Venomous darts. Not just. You heard darts. that, Gary? You heard that, Gary? Venomous. It wasn't regular darts. Venomous. Yeah, venomous. Next question. What is the one gift you wished for and Santa never delivered? A pony. A Nintendo. You, you didn't have a Nintendo, Gary? No, oh, man, I had I had Sega. Oh man, you all oh, poor fella. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, but Sega, Sega, Sega was the truth, though. Sega they had the up. graphics, but Nintendo yeah. had all of the games. All of the games. Everybody oh, had, man. Yes, yes, yes. I, uh, yes. I, I was hurt, but I wanted that pony. Good. You wanted that? Phone? Okay. I didn't ask for a phony. Seemed a little different. I did ask for a Cabbage Patch Kid. Oh, yeah. But my mother, bought, my mother got me yeah. a reject um, Cabbage Patch Kid. Yes. Was it? Was it the. When the garbage bill came Was it the. um? Was it the, like that animal one? Because I got the. My mother brought me the animal. It's a whole story, but no, my. No, it was. Was, it was still a baby doll one, but it wasn't a cabbage it, pet. We date now, so. Same. Same. And it was like. When I opened it out, again, I have had this issue with my face not being able to take anything. And I was like. A long time. Yes. Y'all remember the cabbage patch craze, though? I yeah. see, and that's I, why I wanted it, and I just that's why I wanted it too. And my father was adamant that we couldn't have it. It's a whole story why we couldn't have it. But then at yes, but then afterwards, <laughs> after the crazy, it ain't us. Out, it ain't us. Right. And got me Nina. You, a you know what I'm saying? If, my father was your so father was like, you see what them idiots going on TV? <laughs> it's I wanted it really bad, and I didn't get it. And then. I think like two years later, I got one. You know, when people stopped, stopped yeah. It. When the, then when it was a boy. It was a boy, and I was like, I, was, I got a girl. It was a doll. But it was a boy. But then I buy your cabbage trash. You did buy me a cabbage trash thing. Oh. So I have a real, I have a real life cabbage trash. All right, D. What's, what's your what's your answer? Oh man, well, I, was, I was in the GI Joe. Was. <laughs> Really was. I was. I was also. I'm a dedicated Star Wars fan, and I always wanted me the Millennium Falcon, and I couldn't get it. My father was like, mm, "Nah, not gonna happen." Why? He just. He just was like, "Nah, it's, nah." <laughs> nah. Uh, my father made it. They were no dog. <laughs> <laughs> it's still expensive. Uh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't give me. The, I mean, the only but what was crazy though, like. I think maybe a year later, he bought me like three of the whole his GI Joe sets. I was like, well, why couldn't get the Millennium Falcon last year? <laughs> I, had, I had to destroy a ship. I had a jet, a GI Joe. Get healed, brother. Get healed. Hey, I was like, I can't. I want to be Han Solo. Can I be Han Solo? I didn't want to be Luke. I wanted to be Han Solo. You can be Han Solo now. Okay. Next question. Should children believe in Santa? And if so, for how long? I'll answer first. Go ahead. I think they should believe, and I think they should believe as long as they believe. Me too. You can see from this person right here, he's not agreeing, looking, rubbing his face and all. I I totally agree with you. I don't see any harm in kids believing in Santa Claus. It's like magic in their lives for that season. 
opposite for that for that amount and goodness and kindness and generosity why not i think there is so much time for um children to be in the realities of the world and to experience it because once you stop believing that's it it's only out of it so i think that i've I've, I've always been a believer that children should be children for as long as they possibly can just because i wished to be 18 my entire childhood and um adulting thing is not cute so I wish I would have appreciated Flourish <laughs> magic because yeah, this adulting is not cute and so I really do believe that children should be children as long as they can and they should believe as long as they can and it's I think it's just let them have magic I don't think mm-hmm. there's anything wrong with them thinking there's magic and that this person that they they're so excited about is such like a generous, kind, loving spirit. Like, why not? Why not? Why not? Here go Gary. Go ahead, Gary. The Grinch. Three words. Bah humbug. Oh man, really, G? So you know who it is who I like, honest to God, every Christmas, every Christmas Eve, because when I grew up, we would go to sleep on Christmas Eve, get up Christmas morning, and the gifts would just be laid out miraculously. Mm-hmm. And it was it was so fun unwrapping everything or yeah. seeing everything laid out on the couches, under the tree, all over the floor. So I did that for the kids. And I wait, made wait, him wait, wait. stay up. Kids? You, okay. we okay. got up. But okay. he only did it because I would have an attitude if he didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gary would be down in the basement putting together some stuff, right. bringing it back up. And we would wait until like three or four o'clock in the morning to bring all this stuff out. Yeah. yeah. Gary yeah. was so tired. But if it was up to him, no. He just would have gave it to him. Damn. No. I, I, I believe I believe kids, until they, until they recognize it's not really a Santa Claus, I'm fine with it. But I'm, I kind of agree with Gary. Wait a minute. On Christmas Day, the gifts over your parents' house and all oh, that for the kids. No. I went and got the gifts and everything, G. I had everything in the living room. Was it was it Amaya or, or Asia? One of them was like, I thought I asked for such and such. I was like, no, we bought it. I was like, is it? Cannot. I was like, let me go to the car. I'm thinking maybe I left something in the car. It was on the porch. It was on the porch. And it was snowing at, at Christmas, too. It mm-hmm. was just on the porch. He what, left it out there. But what I did was, as soon as I came back through the door, I said, oh, my God. I said, Santa left this and came with a note. He said, <laughs> he said I had to circle back, but you was already up. She was so happy. Wow. I, was like, I had to circle back. Right. Yeah, I had to circle up. back and drop this off. She was so daggone happy. And then the next Christmas, you signed that. That's that, how the note, that note when, and she you know, knew it wasn't that was, that was it was over after that it was oh, like right? so he signed the cookie I tried, note I tried she, to break it she down. wrote the letter to Santa with the cookies he ate the cookies thank you and said cookies. something thank yeah. you the cookies was delicious or something and she was like this is daddy's hand right did her detective work See so the spirit. Yo, you can't leave you the set, evidence behind. Up. We the only evidence we left behind that Santa had been there besides gifts when we ate the cookies. Right. I love that part. Yeah, we ain't leave no milk out though. That's kind of nasty. Like by the time you have to do milk. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm black too, so. Is he? Yeah. Is he? Naima, do you have some closing remarks wow. for the show? Well, yes. Let's talk about. We got to name the upcoming movies this week and what we're watching to discuss next week because next week the real husbands we'll are be back like- again because we're watching a movie together okay. we're watching, watching we two loaded? movies together we are watching okay we loaded best christmas uh-huh. ever yeah. with brandy norwood oh, and yeah, heather graham yes. and we're watching a wesley christmas wedding mm-hmm. yes um on bet plus mm-hmm. we're watching those two together 
together. And then Naima and I are watching Never Been Chris. Never Been Chris on Hallmark Channel. That is the end of another great episode. Of Unwrapped Romance with the Real Husbands of Romance. Are you really? really? Join us next week for another podcast. He he took your lines. He took my lines. Right over. Oh, my God. But before you go, make sure you subscribe and follow at Unwrapped Romance on Instagram. Visit UnwrappedRomance.com. And don't forget to go five-star us on Apple. Five. Five. Thank you, everyone. (laughs) We will see you next time. Come back, please. Please, come back. Don't hold this against us. No, don't. Don't. Thanks for listening to Unwrap Romance with USA Today bestselling authors Naima Simone and Lacey Baker. Unwrap Romance is produced by Keisha Menifee, Len Webb, Lacey Baker, and Naima Simone. For more information about today's episode and to follow Unwrap Romance online, please visit unwrapromance.com. Unwrap Romance is a Honey Magnolia media production. Uh, uh.